Hey guys, and welcome back to the fourth episode of the Sideline Hoops podcast. How are you guys doing today? Good. I'm doing good. What about you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. We officially have proper NBA basketball back. This is the first episode since the regular season has started. The episodes you guys have already seen were recorded before the season, if you guys probably could tell. But um, yeah, we're one week in. Tomorrow's going to be one week officially. So, uh, yeah, any, what are you guys' thoughts on the first week? Any standouts? We're in a pretty, like, surprising week. Like, all the teams that are undefeated <laughs> right now, no one could have predected this. And there's, like, a bunch of teams that have been struggling, too, that we the Cavs are expect to be at them. Yeah. <laughs> like, they haven't lost yet. And then there's teams like Bucks that are, like, one and two. Bucks should so be, like, depressed. Raptors, I mean, Who loses to the Knicks? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know how they lost to the Knicks, bro. That's, like, sad. And that's that's worse than losing the finals. That's worse than losing the finals. <laughs> it's fun. Did you watch that game? I didn't see it. Someone, uh, I, I was on Instagram. Someone in the comments was like, Giannis getting um, flashbacks from Mario is his own, yeah. And he like, stepped over him. <laughs> I remember that. That was like two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Shabum, did you watch the Knicks and Bucks game? I, I watched a bit, but then it was like a blowout. I got bored. It's fine. Giannis like jumped over one of the next players. I forgot who. Oh, he Tim Hardaway him. Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. It was him. He jumped over them like the next year, so it doesn't matter. Cancels out. But still, you don't lose to the Knicks. That's like. Yeah. Yeah. So know, it's a very a surprising week, but you know there are some things that you know good surprises and not really bad surprises, but like kind of like teams. Colin like, Sexton's been amazing though. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not even it's very wow. shocking. There's been a lot of guys that are, like, not breakout stars, but, like, they could break out. Like, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. they already broke out, but they could. Like, Darius Garland and Colin Sexton have Yeah, been, they're, both, they're both been amazing. Like, that backcourt has been incredible. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're probably, like, they're the main reason that they're 3-0 right now. And they haven't and faced For like, some reason, team. yeah, Drummond and McGee are also putting up good numbers. They're, like, helping yeah. a lot. Yeah, the thing about Drummond, though, he always puts up good numbers, but like looks like he's not even trying half the time. He takes way too many shots, though. Shot, yeah, that's like, true. Like, he, he thinks he's like Joel Embiid, Jokic, mm-hmm. when in reality, he's just not that. Like, he just has a one-hook thing. He gets close to the post move, but then he misses out like half the time. Yeah. But yeah, no, definitely a lot of surprises, but um, there's two main things that we're going to try to talk about, and that's the Golden State Warriors struggles, which we'll start off with. And later on, we'll also get into the entire James Harden trade saga. But um, yeah, let's just start off with the Warriors. So, anything you guys and I, we've talked about this already. But so um, let the people know you guys' thoughts on the Warriors so far through three games. So for the Warriors, I think when looking at the matchups, like like when they played the Nets and like the Bucks. People didn't expect them to win those games, but people didn't also expect them to be blown out by like 30 plus in both of those. That was surprising. Did you did you think they were gonna get blown out? I mean, I didn't think they were gonna get blown out, but at the same time, they still don't have Draymond Green, which it, he'll he's not gonna change their like entire team, but he's gonna change their defense a lot. Which is like one thing that I feel like a lot of people are missing. Though. I feel like, but I feel like people are just forgetting that because I feel like Draymond's also extremely underrated now. No, like he's I feel, not. Like, I feel like he's become very underrated. Okay, where like give me a range. Overrated. Of Draymond's overrated. People think G- he's give me a range. He's like give me a range. Yeah, he used to be an all star. Give me a range. Where do you think he is right now? Like in the NBA. Uh, an elite defender. That's it. No, like a range, like a number, a number range. What does that mean? Like, like for top me. Top 50, top 40, something like that. Top 30, 20. Yeah. I, th- I think I can name 50 players better than Draymond, I'm pretty sure. But no, you can't. Yeah, you can. are, bro. There is yeah, no can. way. How can you name 50 players better than a top five defender in the league? That's not possible. 
That's literally not so, possible. Wait, so, so when Tony Allen was playing, Tony Allen was top 50? I don't know enough about that Tony Allen. That guy was Allen. just I, I don't only. know any. I, like, I don't know enough. It's, the no, thing it's is, Dream, bro. Draymond has. Here's the thing. It's a defense. And he averages, he's probably going to average like 10 turnovers a game. <laughs> okay, it's defense, right? But he also, yeah. like, he doesn't yeah, run Yeah, he has the pick and roll run. with Curry. But he doesn't like, run the offense because he has stuff. Mm-hmm. But he is, like, he's the secondary playmaker for that team. He's a power forward that can run small ball center, who is a secondary playmaker for that team. But yeah, he only functioned well IQ when he had, really like, Exactly. Play. His basketball IQ, even on the offensive yeah, end, true, is incredible. True. You can't name 50 players better than him. It's impossible. But how's he going to work when there's no shooting around him? Or, like, that's before no, he he'll could... He'll have... Here's the thing. He won't have the biggest, as big of an impact offensively as he did before because he had shooters around him. But mm-hmm. he's still going to have a positive impact on offense because he's going to take so much pressure off Steph. Right now, Steph is doing literally everything by himself. Like he has the ball in his hands every single time. But when Draymond comes back, he's like Draymond's gonna take pressure off of him. I don't yeah, because Draymond right. can actually like find Ste- the okay. cutters and get people. Draymond, open. Draymond is a top thirty player in the league. I can say that confidently. He's underrated. The spacing is going to be worse with Draymond, even worse. It, it will be. It will be. But I don't expect Andrew or uh, Kelly Hubre to go 0 for 17 again for like another three games. <laughs> and if he does, then he's yeah, the worse. thing is, it's only you been three yeah, games for them. You can't expect Kelly Oubre, who he He's not a good shooter. He's like a decent average yeah, shooter. A, yeah, decent shooter. He's an average shooter, like what, 33, 34%. He'll end yeah, eventually get back to that. And then Steph, Steph, his shot's been off, but, like, in the second half of the Bulls game, their last game, he looked better in terms of shooting the ball. Like, he looked more, not comfortable, because he always looked comfortable. He, he was hitting them better, mm-hmm. especially in the fourth. So, I feel like that's slowly coming back. Uh, I'm assuming it's just, like, his added, like, size. That's kind of throwing him off, maybe. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you can't expect them to be that bad shooting the ball. And Draymond's not going to help their shooting at all. <laughs> He'll probably make mm-hmm. it worse. But his defense is going to help that team massively. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. They we'll see how a... much of an impact he has. I don't know. I'm saying they I'm also need Curry but... to, like, shoot more. Because if yeah, like, Curry, he's been passing games, a lot. Passing a... So much. Yeah. Yeah, and then in the fourth quarter against the Bulls, when he just took over, they need him to step mm-hmm. up and do that more. Thing is, Steph is oh guys like Uber are missing. Yeah, thing is, Steph he's is way really, too unselfish sometimes. Yeah, he, he's a playmaker and he's also super unselfish, like probably the most unselfish like superstar of all time, probably. But um, yeah, it he doesn't have that thing where he just takes over. Like he doesn't have that mindset to just take over. He's always just mm-hmm. like make the right kind of like LeBron, just always make the right play. But I feel like. Like, you sometimes see it with LeBron. Like, you see him sometimes just take over, I think, in game five or game six. No, game five against the Nuggets last year. He mm-hmm. scored, like, 15 straight points in the fourth. Like, you need to see that from Steph this season. You don't have KD. You don't have Clay. You're not going to blow teams out anymore. And he, he doesn't have a solid second option offensively either. Well, maybe eventually Wiggins or Uber will be that, but... Not to the level of clay. So I feel like Steph, yeah, they he just had like over more. If they had like maybe like one or two shooters more. It would have been, it would have made things way easier for yeah. Steph. Yeah. Yeah. Wiseman's looking good though. Like That's been good. shooting decently. Yeah, it's been Wiseman like Damian yeah. Lee probably. Yeah, Damian Lee. I thought. I think I. I was. I was looking at it earlier. I think he's like five for seven so far this year. But so it's not. It's still really early to talk about things like this, because it feels like you're overreacting. But it, it, the thing is, with talking about the Warriors shooting, it's it's something we all knew coming into the year wasn't going to be great. It's just we didn't think it was going to be this bad, and and it probably won't be this bad moving forward. But it's definitely a worrying, worrying sight. 
Let's just hope Andrew Wiggins plays good. And Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre hasn't hit a jump shot yet. He's only hit layups and dunks. <laughs> How do you <laughs> like, even do that? That's, that's literally, like, he hasn't hit. I, I think I uh, did a set of today. He's 0 for 22. Like, how is that games. possible? How is that possible? He can at least shoot a mid-range. Yeah, he was like an 18 point per game score or something last year. I don't yeah. know. And even that though they so cool right now. even though they beat the Warriors or the Bulls, sorry. Thing is that Bulls team um gave up eighty four points to the Hawks in the first game of the season. So it, it's not that big of an accomplishment. Like the fact that they barely won. Barely, yeah, that's it, almost it, lost. Yeah. Damian Lee the They were done but the last person you would Oh yeah, and the thing is, I don't know if you guys saw. You guys probably didn't see, but on the last two-minute report that the refs give, apparently, it was a five-second violation on the inbound pass. So they shouldn't have even won the game. <laughs> they got so lucky. Yeah. So yeah, it is is really um a weird situation for them. I I think I kind of overrated them. Coming into the did, season, you, did you guys see see the ref getting injured? I've never seen that in my life. Yeah, yeah. In the Nets what game. game was that? In? Yeah, it was the Nets, Nets game. Nets game, yeah. That was the first time I ever saw that. That was really. It weird. was like his Achilles or something. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, talking about the Nets. Um. So, we saw yesterday, Spencer Dinwiddie partially tore his ACL, mm-hmm. and he is, he was a starting shooting guard in one of their key. Mm-hmm. He got off to a slow start in those first two and a half games, I guess. But yeah. you know, we, we still know he's a great player. So what do you guys think him going down for the rest of the season is going to you know, mean for the Nets? I think it's going to be like a big hit for them. Because even when they had Dinwiddie, I still don't think they were good enough to beat the Lakers in the finals. Because I feel like a lot of people predicted the Nets and Lakers to be in the finals, and now it's going to be even harder for them. I think the thing with the Nets was people, there was like um, their death was their main like weapon, and now losing Dinwiddie is going to obviously affect that a lot. Yeah, the thing is like, it wasn't the fact that they had two elite like scores. It was the fact that they had four like those two along with two other very mm-hmm. very good. Shaw careers and Dinwiddie and uh, Levert. And now you lose him and um, I think this is going to put a lot of pressure on not only the other guys like Shamit and Prince and guys like that who were terrible. Prince should be game, traded. The <laughs> yeah, they were terrible last game but, you know, I, I guess give it a few weeks. But um, Prince was bad last year too. I don't know why they have him. Yeah, no, he was. But it doesn't only put pressure on them, but it also puts pressure on Steve Nash, who I personally didn't watch the game today, but I heard that oh, it was, a lot of bad yeah, rotation. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. I heard that um Jared Allen wasn't playing in overtime, which mm-hmm. it was Deion. I, I didn't I didn't watch the game, but I could tell you right out, right away that's the wrong move. But um yeah, I think Steve Nash is gonna be under pressure with Spencer Dinwiddie because it was kind of a very clear lineup. Right, you have your four and Kyrie, Joe Harris, Spencer, and Katie. And then you have DeAndre or Jared Allen. doesn't really matter as long as Jared Allen closes, right? Does DeAndre not have any offensive moves other than, like, lobs? No, he doesn't do like anything. Since yeah. like the beginning of his career. But the thing is, I, I, I said it to you guys. I think Jared Allen should be coming off the bench because he helps their second unit. Like, yeah, I, like, I their second that. unit needs Allen. Yeah, I just think he, he should, brings the energy, the, yeah, the offensive rebounds too, and stuff. I think he should come off the bench, but I also think he should close in close games, which apparently yeah. he didn't today. So he, he usually yeah. did in the first and second game. So like, yeah. um, I mean, against well, the, they were blowouts though. Yeah, but Charlotte, I'm pretty sure he closed against them. Right? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he closed against them because yeah. I remember Biombo was getting so many boards on him. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I, I do hope that Karius stays on the bench though, because if they put him on the start, like it wouldn't yeah, make sense the to put him on the starting gone. lineup. It wouldn't make sense. That if if no they sense. put him, if, if they put him in the starting lineup, then KD and Kyrie's minutes have to be like changed, and either mm-hmm. one of them have to be like and play the second or start the second. That's what Steve Kerr did in Golden State. 
Yeah, and, I, 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 yeah. Kyrie and KD definitely need to split their minutes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird because they've played barely anything separate, which I get yeah, for the sure. playoffs. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, that doesn't make sense for us because playoffs, they should be playing separate. Playoffs, they should just play 48 minutes. <laughs> no rest, man, no rest. They're going to be tired the whole game. Be, be like LeBron in the finals. Yeah, I mean, Garol was talking about the finals. I don't even know if they make the finals anymore. Because yeah, I, I had them third. And I had the Bucks, but, uh, like above one. And I had the Heat below one. Right, so I, I thought all of them are like very, very. Close. Is 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 Dinwiddie actually out uh, for like the whole season? Because yeah. it's a partially yeah. torn ACL. It's not even like I fully mean, torn. They said out for the whole season, and then Dinwiddie um he posted something today. He was like, um, like who knows if I'm like who knows if I'm out the entire year? We'll see. Mm-hmm. But it's most likely he's out for the whole year. Okay, because yeah, KD's Achilles were also partially torn. So I mean, it took him a whole year. So. I guess. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's out the entire year, but it'll it'll have to be like the other guys. Like Joe Harris is gonna have to do better. Chris Silver is gonna have to continue doing what he's doing, and then uh, Prince and um, Prince and uh, Shamit needs to do better, and Bruce Brown. I don't expect anything from Prince, team. but like um, Shamit should like get obviously. I'm pretty sure he's gonna bounce back. He's he's a good good shooter. Should be hitting the shots, and then I personally think Bruce Brown should be getting minutes. He played well in the bubble. Not sure if you guys watched too much of him. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, and then yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say besides Steve Nash has to kind of try to figure this out. And but thing is, in the regular season, I do still expect them to be a top two seed. Alongside Milwaukee, there are moments where Good KD and Kyrie. Though. Yeah, got Ricky. Where's you going? Okay, so after I was saying that there's moments where KD and Kyrie, like when they just don't want to take over the game or they just like pass too much. I don't yeah, like Kyrie that did not seem. Yeah. Kyrie did not seem like he wanted to have the ball in that um, the Hornets game. But thing Hornets is, game, when yeah. he did, when he did, he, he scored. scored twice in a row. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so KD, well, I think both of them need to take more shots. Yeah. But I think KD more specifically, but here's the thing, right? In both, uh, in all three games, actually, KD has done this thing where for the first half, he does whatever. And in mm-hmm. the third half, specifically on Christmas, and I believe he did it in the Hornets game as well. In the he third, did the same thing on the Warriors, too. And the third, Literally. he just, he, against the Warriors, he iced the game. Against the Celtics, he put it, like, he gave them a double-digit lead. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie then closed it in the fourth, like, early on in the fourth. And then he did great in the third, again, against the Hornets. Like, he hit, like, he can just come in, right, after being not cold, but not hot either, just being normal, and hit four shots in a row, five shots in a row. Mm-hmm. He can do it. So That's what they both have to do. Yeah, but I feel like they need to do it more throughout the game, instead of just. Yeah. Doing, if they could both take ten shots each, in the first half, that gives you maybe like twenty-five easy points right, away, like just off them. Yeah, that's true. And you would rather have these two shooting than anyone else, or these two trying to score than anyone. Yeah. The thing is, it can't just be one of them. It has to be both of them. Mm-hmm. And then you also have Karis LeVert coming off the bench. He'll give you, yeah. like, you know, 10, 12 shots a game. So, yeah. I mean, What's crazy, though, is, like, KD looks the exact same as he did before the injury. Yeah. yeah. yeah sure. There's a slight, there's a very slight difference, but barely. Like, not his offense. His offense is the same. But yeah, no, it's, I, didn't, it's I didn't see much in defense guardable. too. I didn't. I didn't see much either. There's just slight things. Mm-hmm. His defense yeah. on Jason Tatum. As the season goes on, 
maybe that will go away like that. Yeah, it's most likely. Also, one thing to think about is they're playing in an offense that's ran by Steve Nash and Mike D'Antoni. That'll probably take some time to figure out. It's looked great. Their offense has looked great. But I feel like as the year goes on, it'll get only it'll only get better. And, and the Hornets' loss is like exactly not a lot. They got a lot of open shots too. Like they made good shots. Yeah, they had yeah. good shots. They just missed them. I'm really looking forward to the playoffs when KD and Kyrie just take over. Because mm-hmm. that is gonna be the real. T- not even playoffs. Just big time matchups. Like the Celtics was a big time matchup, and they both performed. Kyrie had 37. KD had 29. Like. Those big time matchups against those big teams, those are the games I'm really looking forward to with the Nets. But um, yeah, if there's not anything else to say, I guess we can go into the Harden trade rumors, who, which is kind of connected to both the Warriors and Nets. But um, yeah, I guess I'll just pose the question: Where do you guys want to see him go, and where do you guys think he'll go? Well, actually, no. Firstly, I'll just say like. What do you guys think about his first two games? I feel like he played like really good, despite people like despite the reports of him not showing up to like training camp and practice. Like it seems like he can just do whatever between the games, and he'll still come back and drop forty. Like it's crazy. Yeah, James Harden's crazy. It's like he wakes up, drops forty, goes back to sleep. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, I saw um, I saw this thing where it was like, no matter what James Harden does in his spare time, like this guy could go party, whatever, like break the rules, get fined $50,000. He will come play basketball, look like he's not even trying, and drop 44 points and 17 assists. Like he's the like, NBA he fines looks, are nothing. Yeah, it's like they yeah. don't, don't care. It's That's literally so. like $5 to regular humans. <laughs> but he literally looks like he's not trying. He looks out of shape right now. Like, I think everyone agrees with that. He looks out of shape. Yeah. And yeah, this guy yeah. just got four watching. points and 17 assists. He tied his career high in assists. And no one even realized. That's how good he is. It's like, Playmaking is amazing, man. It is like, so normal to see Harden put up these, like, stat lines that no one cares. Literally, no yeah, one no cares one that he did this. And it's, if, like, like, it's ridiculous stat lines. If, like, Dame or, like, Kyrie or someone put a 44 and 17, everyone would be going crazy. Yeah. And his passes are not even forced, too. It's, like, perfect passes to, like, yeah, he, make he's a perfect He's actually an like, underrated yeah, playmaker. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that he's very underrated as a playmaker. And that's he was what playing makes the him, point guard today. Yeah. That's what makes him, you know, one of the greatest, you know, offensive threats as a whole, you know, today. Mm-hmm. Not only that he's a top three scorer right now, alongside, you know, Steph and KD, in my opinion. But he's also, you know, a top five, top ten playmaker in the league. And that's a deadly combo. Sometimes with his decision-making is, like, questionable. Yeah, it can. I feel like part of that is he's so, in his mind, he has such a, I'm going to score by myself. Mm -hmm. And then he thinks, like, he has second thoughts about that, which leads to him messing up. In certain cases, but yeah, like, the thing the is, he has thing. the ball in his hands so much. Yeah, that he's prone to those those turnovers. Yeah, and the wildest thing about that first game against Portland is, he took them to overtime without Demarcus Cousins, John Wall, and Eric Gordon. And just tonight, that Portland team beat a healthy Lakers team, which is. Kind of, I'm not saying they would beat the Lakers, but it's crazy to think about that. That also just puts into perspective like how deep the mm-hmm. Rockets are. That even without, well, not how deep the Rockets are, but how impactful Harden is. It's a thing. And then they have Wall Boogie and yeah. him and Hart, yeah. uh, him and Westbrook is similar in the sense that it feels like almost no matter who is on the who is on their team, they'll be in the playoffs. Whether they're a terrible eight seed that gets swept in the first round, it feels like they'll be in the playoffs. And it's like, it's really weird because if Harden gets traded today, that team is terrible. Like, that team is not good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Actually, no, I wouldn't say they're terrible because they still have, like, Christian Wood. 
John Wall, Eric Gordon. But they probably want to make the playoffs. Yeah, there's no chance they make the playoffs. Like the Pelicans are better than them at that point. Pelicans are at nine seed at that point. Yeah, I was watching the the game against the Nuggets today, the Rockets versus Nuggets. Yes, and James Harden was the only one keeping them in as soon as yeah. he went to the Christian, bench. Christian Wood is solid. Yeah, Wood was yeah he played really good. He had like four straight threes at the beginning too. Yes, yeah, so and I think yeah, no one else was in the double digits except those two. Yeah, it's a good um, it's a good duo for sure. And mm-hmm. personally, I hope Harden can just be like, okay, I'll stay this year because. I personally really want to watch that team because we've already seen him and Christian Wood. Now mm-hmm. add John Wall to that, who looked good in preseason. I'm not going to say that he's 100% back to the old John Wall because that's, you know, we haven't seen enough of him. But I really want to see him and John Wall with Christian Wood. Like that team seems like it would be really entertaining to watch. And I just hope he doesn't go to the East or to a contender in the East. Unless yeah, it's an so, so the main teams that have been rumored are the Heat, the 76ers, the Celtics, the Nets, who well, we'll talk about all the teams, um, the Trailblazers, and then some reports of the Warriors and the Bucks, and also the Raptors. There were some reports of the, those three teams. We are the main, we're the first five I named. So most of those are the East, right? The only two teams that were rumored in the West were the Trailblazers and Warriors. So we'll talk about the West teams first. We already talked about the Warriors. And trading for Harden would seem to be damn near impossible because I don't know who yeah. they give up. I don't know what they give up. Yeah, because the only I, people they could really thought, give up is like Ray and Wiggins and yeah. like a pick, like the Minnesota yeah. pick for 2021. But there's no way the Rockets accept yeah. that. I but think if, if I the think Rockets... those two teams could make a trade though, but not for Harden. Mm-hmm. I think both teams could help each other out a lot, but just Harden makes no sense. And like the Rockets' the Rockets, demands are high too. They'd probably want Wiseman, and I don't think the yeah. Warriors should give him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they also have Minnesota's pick this year, so they would probably want Wiseman, Minnesota's pick, and probably also Wiggins. The Nets offered them so much and they still didn't accept it. So just think yeah. like how much more they want. Yeah. I personally think the most likely situation is Boston, but we'll, we'll move to the uh, Trailblazers, who is the other team in the West. No, I'd say he, no chance. Yeah, no way. They Trailblazers? Yeah. Who, who are well, they going to give? CJ? And... No, no. It actually is possible, though. Because what I said to uh, some other guys is CJ... Gary Trent Jr., who's still young, I think he's 25, and he's underrated. Like, he was incredible in the bubble, and he did great today. And then Nazir Little, who's one of their young prospects who doesn't play at all for, like, they drafted him, and he doesn't play at all. And then throwing, like, two first round picks. Bro, if they didn't want Dinwiddie, Levert, Allen, and other picks, why would they take that? Yeah, I think the Nets if, offer like, is way better. They. They they said they wanted yeah, someone but, like KD or Kyrie. This they okay, need no, a superstar. No, I'm, I'm saying it relative to the other teams' offers because no team is giving up a superstar. Like that, mm-hmm. this is not happening. The Rockets are dumb for even thinking that's pos- a possibility. Nah, but are you saying that? Paul <laughs> are you saying that package is terrible? Because it's not. For Harden, <laughs> you can you get two first. You get two first. You get a young prospect. You get two solid players right now. Now, that team doesn't, like, do much, right? But you're never going to equal the value of Harden. That's never going to happen. No team is going to give up equal value to Harden. That's never happening. Yeah. I do think there are better offers out there. Yeah. Actually, no, let's just sure. let's just talk about better offers. Mm-hmm. I think Boston offers the best Boston, offer. Boston has. A I think Boston is the Wait, most like. Well, theoretically, theoretically, it. it's Jalen Brown plus mm-hmm. more for Harden. Yep. That is the best offer, realistically. Mm-hmm. Maybe Miami, but I doubt it. Right. I d- well, actually, no. Who? Wait, who in Miami? Phil- Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Philadelphia is the better offer than Miami. Yeah, they can trade Simmons. Simmons they can, yeah, they can trade Simmons for. Yeah, so it's it's realistically, do you want Jalen Brown 
and who else would it be? Yeah, but I can't think of anyone. Yeah, I thought, cause, cause I thought they, yeah, I thought they don't have. Team, but I can't think of. Um, Patrick Williams. No, not Patrick Williams. Um, Carson Grant Edwards. Williams. I mean, if you think about Carson, uh, no, Grant Williams. Young, Boston, but yeah. I'm pretty sure the Boston Celtics like him because they need big men. Mhm. So it, it would really just be Jalen Brown and picks. And the thing is. Also, what you have to think about is if you take Ben Simmons, you know how Ben Simmons and John Wall on the same team. The hell you oh, do that's that? true. Yeah, that's like, what are you gonna do with that? Because John Wall is not gonna play the two. At that point, that's... you have to trade John Wall, who you just traded. Houston really messed up with that Russell Westbrook trade. Mm-hmm. If if they had gotten a verbal commitment from Harden before saying yes, I'll stay, then that trade makes sense. Mm-hmm. But making that trade and and now Harden still wants out. It's like they're gonna want to make the playoffs. They want to be competitive now. Like it's clear, which is where that CJ Gary Trent thing would make sense, kind of. Like that, like that is like the only pl- way it would make sense is if they want to win now. Bro, imagine if out of nowhere Demarcus Cousins like turned back to his old self. No chance. Yeah. Bro, we, bro, we saw him. We saw the him. Finals the finals the Raptors. We saw him. So bad. He was so bad. But Wait, that was, that was a year after probably. his injury. It's been like a few years now. What if, what if like randomly he turns I mean, I think he lost weight. I, I think I saw something where he lost weight. So maybe, who knows. But Be like a top 10 player in the NBA. <laughs> he was so good. I still yeah. remember his game in the Kings, and he was unstoppable. He like dropped 55 and 15. Dude was so big. He was literally fat, and he still scored. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> How did he not get tired? Modern day shock. But yeah, no, the girl you were asking about the heat. They would offer hero yeah, and Robinson. then none prob not probably not Robinson. Because no. I feel like Miami would want to keep him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hero, none. none. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know if you guys have seen I haven't watched any Miami games personally, but I've heard their rookie Precious. I'm not sure I pronounce his second name. They have a rookie Precious who's like a guy that he's a very good defender. A precious rookie. <laughs> no, his name is Precious. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, apparently he's a really good defender. I, uh, I haven't watched yet, so I can't say anything. And Lou Dor is the best defender in the NBA, though. <laughs> to go. So he should be on an All NBA team. We'll like, talk about that later, though. Yeah. Talk about the Harden trade first. Yeah. So like, he. Um, or the Heat can offer those three young players, and that's again, it doesn't make sense because they have John Wall. Like they have that massive contract and an old player. Like it, it doesn't make sense for them to want to. They should try to go for young players, but it doesn't make sense. Bro, why don't the Clippers just offer uh, offer Paul George? Cause can't. that'd be terrible. <laughs> Paul what George, Reggie Jackson. Isn't Reggie Jackson on the team still? The thing is, I feel like Houston would probably take that off. Yeah, the, straight, I was straight, thinking about it. Yeah, they would Paul actually, George for Harden, they would probably take it. No, nah, Paul George, yeah. And then that, that, that would help the Clippers. I know you it? guys don't think he's still good, but Paul George is still like a top 20 player in the league. I don't know what the hell you guys <laughs> He's been so inconsistent, man. He's like an elite, not elite, but like... Actually, no, he, he's a near-elite perimeter defender, and he's also a great shooter. You I'm know, trying to think about him. Paul George's. You should n- never let him guard someone in, like, clutch situations. <laughs> he's, like, cursed. Okay, so, like, w- with Harden, right? Mm-hmm. Wherever he goes, well, not wherever, but, like, out of all the teams we named, they say all the trade packages we said, right? Ben Simmons, CJ, Jalen Brown, Tyler Hero, you know, all those trade packages. Wherever he goes, they automatically become a top five team in the league. When you really think about it, they do. Yeah. Like, Portland becomes the second best team in the West for me. If they give up that package that I said. Boston becomes 
maybe better than the, every, every team in the East, but I'd probably say on par with the other three. With Miami, Brooklyn, and Bucks, I'd say they become all on par because it would probably lack even more depth than they already have. Miami, I think, becomes the best team in the East by far. And I think Philly is just like a step below the other top three. So realistically, Harden's trade, like a lot of, like a, a lot of stuff relies on that. Not relies, but like a lot of things can change with that trade. Yeah, you're right, because they go to the 70, if he goes into the 76ers, we could see the duo of Embiid and and that Harden. Be, that would be so entertaining. He he hasn't really had an elite big man with him. Yeah. Like, he he's had always had Howard. He's he always had solid. Howard. He's always had solid big man. Because Dwight was way past his prime. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, mm-hmm. Either, like, any team he goes to, him and Jason Tatum are, you know, two top 15 players in the league. Him and Dame are two top 10 players in the league. Him and Embiid are two top 15 players in the league. Him, Jimmy, and Bam are three top 20 players in the league. So, <laughs> wherever he goes, it makes a massive big, you know, duo or big three. So, yeah, the one team I don't want him to go to is Brooklyn. But I don't even think that would happen anymore yeah, because Spencer to give up too much. Yeah, I don't even think yeah. that would happen anymore. Yeah, they don't have anyone now. It would have to just be curious. If they traded Jared Allen for Jordan, I'd be so mad. I would actually be so like, mad. But they can't give and then one. they won't have big men. Exactly. AD would be running the fast. They're going to have to play like Nick Claxton. <laughs> like, didn't you guys say that so KD the Bucks would get are on like, the trade list? What? Didn't you say he could be traded to the Bucks as well? He could. They were like a... That was a rumor, like a very small rumor, though. I don't know okay. what would even happen for that. I think they'd have to give up Drew Holiday at least. Yeah. Or Chris Mills. The one thing is, realistically, you do that. Like, if you're the Bucks, yeah. you do that. Because the question was, you know, shock creators for that team. Right? Because Chris Middleton can be a shot creator, right? He's just not consistent enough as a shot creator. And then Drew Holiday, we all know, is better in the playoffs. But it's still not like a guaranteed thing that he takes you to the finals. Replace both of them. Like, trade both of them for Harden. That team is going to the finals. I think... I think it should be just one of them. Probably like no, Middleton. Even if you trade both of them, I think they still go to the finals. Because that yeah, duo, yeah. it's not even, that duo is better than Katie and Kyrie. But it's not even that it's better. It's that it's so much more, not diverse, well, I guess kind of diverse. Because you now have a Big man who is unstoppable in the paint, and you have Harden who is unstoppable on the perimeter. And Harden's also an elite playmaker who will find Giannis in the paint every single time. Yeah, trade, um, what if if I'm the Bucks and Houston's like trade Middleton and um Drew, and we'll give you Harden and say. Daniel House or PJ Tucker, right? I'm saying yes if I'm the Bucks. Obviously, Giannis has to say yes because we know there's a beef. But say Giannis says yes, I do that from the Bucks. Well, Giannis is I feel like he artist. would put the beef aside for the that's like yeah. a chance to go to the finals. He has sure. a beef with Harden. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Remember what he said about him in the All Star game? I, th- I thought that was like jokes. Like he was just joking. <laughs> I remember Harden like took it personal. 
he he actually did he like got sad he he literally said he has no skill and how's that that's why he said the truth shut up he he literally said i wish i could be seven foot running around and just dunk i actually remember him saying that yeah he was like i wish my game was that easy i could be seven foot just run around and dunk yeah thing is so funny with Harden, I feel like he's become underappreciated now. Because we, we literally said it before, we're like, he puts up those stat lines, and no one cares. It's normal. It's like, normal no one analogy. cares anymore. And uh, no, no one appreciates how much he carries his teams. Yeah. Like, in 2019, didn't he put up, like, 36 points per game or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The team yeah. wasn't even that good. No, nah, it was a good team. It's just, his system with Dan Tony was always... ISO the entire game. But thing is, before Man, I Dan... I want Tony, KD to play in that system so bad. Before Dan Tony, that, like... He was still putting up ridiculous numbers. It wasn't at that level because he's not ISOing every single time at the top. Mm-hmm. still putting up MVP numbers without Dan Tony. And he Who's was... Who's the Rockets coach now? Steven Silas. I think he was an assistant in Indiana, I believe. Yeah, I think he was an assistant in Indiana. But, uh, do, yeah. wait, but do star players is, like, listen to their coach? You guys think they listen to their coach? Probably if they're respected coaches. Like Harden probably doesn't listen to Steven Silas. Yeah. <laughs> but like Kyrie and KD probably listen to Steve Nash. Yeah, that's true, that's true. LeBron probably never listened to Tyler. <laughs> yeah, LeBron probably makes it. No, nah, but apparently, um, I saw this thing where it was like LeBron and Kyrie were trying to like change plays, and Tyler was like, "Can you guys let me coach?" Or something like he started talking back to him. Damn. Yeah. Kyrie like said it doesn't even matter who his coach is. Remember? That was so dumb. Yeah, he took it back though. Like... He took it back. It doesn't matter. He said in the interview, he was like, "I take back my comments." So it doesn't matter. No, no he probably that's how he actually feels. Kyrie seems like he changed so much in like a month. Like, was that just me that thought that? Oh. Uh, like, he's talking so positively of everyone now. I don't know. Like, he's, he's not meditating regularly. <laughs> Kyrie starts his meditation <laughs> and he's back to the old Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, I know the season just started, but. It's already been really fun. I need to watch more, like, different teams. Anyone? Watch- uh, here's something to talk about. I don't know if you guys have seen, but have you guys watched the Hawks and Trey Young? Yeah, I, I watched them. No, I haven't seen any of their games. I, I watched one offense, of their games. That offense looks deadly, and they don't even have Gallinari yet. Mm-hmm. That team is going to be... Trey is a guy Isn't that... Trey Young averaging, like, 36 or something? No, yeah, something he like averages, like, 15 free throws a game. <laughs> It's 15. It's probably Trey 15, is, bro. I'll search it up right now. Trey is going to be a guy that he's going to put up MVP numbers. thing is, he put up MVP numbers last year, too. But this year, he's going to be putting up MVP yeah, numbers. He averaged like 30 points per game last year. No one said anything. Yeah, last year, he put up um 29.6 and 9 assists last year. Bro, I'm telling you, the calls Trey Trey you know, gets, the second year. You give Steph Curry those calls. Steph Curry averaging like forty. Shoot Calls that Trey Young. Shoot I'm not even joking. He's averaging yeah. fifteen point five free throw attempts this year. Yeah, he flops <laughs> so much. Last you year he averaged him, nine. He starts flying for some reason. Last know. year he averaged nine attempts. Bro, fifteen free throws a game. Just think. The thing is, it's it's only two games. Calm down. No, it's gonna be the same. Just watch. Unless the refs realize that this guy flops every time. Watch him drive in, bro. Watch him drive in, and then this guy's going to fall. Even if he doesn't get touched, he's going to be on the ground. I'm telling you, even on a floater, he does that. It's so thing is, he, he, it's a skill. It's so funny. It's a skill. I remember so I used no. to hate Harden for that. <laughs> yeah, but Trey is going to put up MVP numbers and. The way the Wizards are looking right now, it looks like they might pull us, but again, I'm not going to try to overreact to it. Wizards? There's yeah. so many teams that it seems like they can make the playoffs now. Yeah. Wait, Wizards going to make the playoffs? The no, way they're looking now? No, the way it looks, 
the Hawks oh, will okay, make okay, the playoffs okay. because the Wizards look bad. Okay, okay. Because we're all saying it's either going to be the Hawks or the Wizards. Like, the, for me, Indiana was kind of a lock. But I know a lot of people were saying Indiana Bro, Miles Turner is averaging almost six blocks a game. Almost six blocks a Bro, game. DeMontis right? Sabonis has become like one of the most underrated players in the league. He's yeah, like he, he's so good to me. Yeah, he's like the reason they're like they're three and zero right now too. Yeah, he he had the game winner against Boston. Did you guys see that um clip? No, I yeah I saw it. Yeah, just wondering, did you guys see Tatum's game winning attempt? Like the shot that he took to try to win the game. Because no. I know I know Boston fans are like really mad. His his um. No, I didn't. Yeah, he, what is it called? He had ten seconds. He got the ball at the top. He stood there for five seconds, didn't dribble the ball, and then took a step back three. He has so much skill. His decision making needs work. Though. His so, shot, like, his shot selection is so, so bad. Yeah, it's like it's so bad. He, even shot, the shots, the even the shot against, against the Bucks, the Bucks yeah, that wasn't a good shot. <laughs> That was yeah, like a lucky it, shot. It, it wasn't a good shot. It went in. You can tell he shot. didn't mean to bank it. Yeah, obviously. He just threw it up. <laughs> Bro, yeah. Giannis, if Giannis is in your face, you're just going to throw it up. You're just going to pray. I don't know yeah. how Giannis didn't block it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a step back. It's hard to block step backs. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, this season's been really weird. Like, really weird. The Clippers got. Have, wait, have you guys seen? You, wait, it just came just came to my head. You ever seen KD get blocked on a pull up? Like you know, you know the regular three that he does. Like the. In the I can't think one? of it. Yeah, I I can't think of it. No, I don't think so. he probably has before, but I can't think of it right now. All the shots he takes, like watching the Nets games, it seems like yeah. the defender is like smothering him. Yeah. He still gets it in somehow. Like his reach is so and, long. Thing with um Sabonis, I just want to add is he won Eastern Player of the Week. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And then West was Brandon Ingram, who I still need to watch some Pelicans games, but everything I've seen is positive about him. Yeah. Everything I've seen is positive about him. I think he's averaging close to like, you know, around twenty-seven points right now. But you know, still only three games. Yeah. Oh wow! Right now, the only. Right now, the only team without a win in the West is the Rockets. So, yeah. Nice. Wait, haven't they only played like two, two games? games? Yeah. But thing is, teams have only played two or three games. It's so funny. They're the only team without a win in the West. And then in the East, there's four teams without wins. <laughs> the Wizards are 0-3. The Wizards and Bulls are both 0-3. The, the Pistons are also 0-3. And the Raptors are 0-2. If I was a Bulls fan, I would be so pissed. How you lose to Damian the Lee? Buzzer beater, bro. I thought the Bulls that were game though. Terrible. When knowing the game against the Warriors, they had four players score above twenty. Yeah, I saw that. So good on offense. Yeah, I saw um Kenny King the fourth quarter talking about it. He's a Bulls fan. He was just like, mm-hmm. it was the best possible game they could have played on offense, because they like. He literally said it was Wendell Carter and Kobe White's best games. Zach Levine's improved so the much. Warriors. It's crazy. Yeah, his, his yeah, offense is really good. He's Offensively, he's really good, but yeah. And the Warriors like didn't deserve to win that game. They were down by like nine with like what three? They came back though. They came back, which is fair. I don't know how they did it. Yeah, but it's really weird. Like. I don't know, man. This season's been weird so far. Like, okay, the four, there's four undefeated teams in the league. They're all in the East. The Orlando Magic, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Indiana Pacers, and the Atlanta Hawks. It's like... I feel like maybe in two weeks or so, it'll be a lot clear as to like teams that are good or not you know we'll be like you know maybe 10 games into the season it'll be a lot better I just want to see Nets yeah, versus Bucks yeah I, I mean let's see how it like, works out yeah let's see games that are 
good games that are coming up. Bro, I hope Kyrie like kills tomorrow, Drew Holiday. Tomorrow bro. we have a big game. We have tomorrow? the Bucks and Heat tomorrow. That's gonna be a very, very fun game. Second bro, round playoff Harden. matchup. I mean, not Harden. What am I saying? Drew Holiday. Giannis. Let's see how he. Yeah. Plays against the Heat. Yeah. Because that's gonna be very interesting. I think Bam's the gonna go against him was so good. Yeah. The thing is, I don't know why I have a lot of faith in those Bucks team, because not even because Giannis, but because you have Chris Middleton and Drew Holder. You have both of them. So yeah, I mean, Wait, you know the Raptors' defense on Giannis in like the playoffs where they won yeah. with Kawhi. Yeah. Why don't teams just copy that? That was such a good idea to like, just block the paint. Okay, no, because the defenders they had were Kawhi, elite defender. Pascal Siakam, really, really good defender. Mm-hmm. Marcus Gasol and Serge Ibaka, really, really good defenders. The Heat can try, can't they? Jimmy, Bam. The Heat, what do you mean the Heat can try? The Heat already did that. The Heat beat them in the playoffs in five games. The Same defense was so good, man. He yeah. just passed it out and they... Bam Adebayo has Boy, guarded they, Giannis they, they better than anyone. Be, yeah. Bam Adebayo has guarded Giannis better than anyone, ever. Milwaukee built such a good team, bro. Around Giannis, all shooters. Bro, that's it's because the shooters can't hit threes when it matters. Like, mm-hmm. they had Eric Bledsoe breaking threes against Like, it was so bad. The thing is, though, that Bogdan Bogdanovich deal, if they got that done, oh, that yeah, team would have been so nasty. Bro, Giannis. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Bogdan Bogdanovich. What team that is he on? Hawks? Been... Yeah, he's on the Hawks. That team would have been. Wait, didn't so he just like good. reject the trade or something? Yeah, it's because he was a free agent, and then the Bucks or Sacramento didn't ask. Like, they just didn't ask him. It was, he was a free agent, and it was supposed to be like a signing trade thing. No one asked. No That's one so asked. Why like, would he not so go there? Yeah. And then another good game is Pelican Suns. I mean, the Suns look good too. Devin Booker has looked, you know, like he's taken a leap this year, which it, it seems like he does every year, but yeah. Yeah, that's the bit. Well, the Bucks in here are playing back to backs tomorrow and Wednesday. They'll be in games. And then you also have the Trailblazers and Clippers on that same Wednesday. So I feel like with how deep the league is right now, like you have a lot of good teams in both conferences. I feel like there's going to be good games every single day, it feels like. Yeah, the, those are some of the big games coming up in the near future. But um, is there anything else you guys want to say? Any certain players you guys want to shout out? Any teams? No. <laughs> All right, I guess that's it. <laughs> I like I couldn't hear Shoebone for like the last five minutes. I, I don't even know what's wrong with this call. No. No. Okay, well, no. All right, um, uh, that'll wrap it up for episode four. We'll see you guys near the end of this week, early next week, for episode five, having another recap, and that's gonna do it from the three of us. And peace out. Yeah, peace. Yeah, thank you for listening. See you guys next week. Peace out.